0: Welcome. It is my great pleasure to welcome back back to the podcast, G. Scott Graham. He's an author of 15 books and counting, a career coach and a business coach in Boston, Massachusetts. Scott coaches clients to identify the true focus of their life, the things that speak individually to them. It means recognising the forces that push their lives off course and adjusting to them so that they can get to where they want to go. It means that when you're 90, you look back on your life and you have a sense of pride, accomplishment and meaning with no regrets. Now, this guy can talk on just about anything from gardening to running an animal farm rescue To cannabis, to long distance hiking, to grieving, to meditation, and everything in between. Some facts that you need to know about G. Scott Graham he has spent 261 days in silent meditation. He's written, as I've said before, 15 books, and it's probably more by now. He's got 30 advanced credentials in coaching he has spent 1,610 nights sleeping outside. He's done 12 muddy endurance obstacle races and had two total knee replacements. I don't know if that's anything to do with the muddy endurance obstacle races, but we'll find out. Anyway, it's my great pleasure this week to welcome back g scott graham to the podcast
1: it is a pleasure to be back claire martin it's a pleasure
0: to have you back it's a pleasure to have you back young man so look um i know we interviewed you previously about bereavement and i've sort of given some information um in the intro Mm -hmm. for today's interview but like look just tell us a little bit about who you are just in case people haven't listened to the last interview and if you haven't, listeners, then why haven't you? Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but tell us a little bit about yourself. For
1: episode. <laughs> oh. uh, you can find me online at gscottgram.com. And I've written 15 books. I'm working on number 16. I'm a career and business coach out of Boston. I do all kinds of things. I did, I actually did a rugged maniac obstacle race today. So I just took a shower, got all the mud off of me, no injuries. um, Jesus. And that was a lot of fun. And uh, I have a rescue in Vermont and I'm gay. Yay. And we're here to talk about all things gay today. We are here here to talk
0: about my kid might be gay. What do I do? What? How do we we deal with that as a parent? And how do we make it easy for our children to be comfortable with who they are, whether they're gay, trans, lesbian or whatever? How do we make it easier for them to come out to us and say, hey, do you know what? I prefer boys or girls or everyone. I mean, you know, because you can be bisexual as well and like, you know.
1: Right, right. So – so the, the the real piece that you're talking about here is for parents isn't so much about uh gay or straight or trans or this really what you're talking about is how can i as a parent create an atmosphere of open openness and inclusivity so that my kids are comfortable talking to me about Anything on the planet, without fear that I'm going to lock them out of the house and disown them, whether that be gay, straight, trans, drugs, this, that, whatever. Yes, That's
0: I couldn't really have it. put it better myself. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, like, come on, then. How do we do it? It's
1: it's re- it's really unfortunate. You know, I, uh, the the guy that I did the race with today was talking to me about one of his employees who is uh, uh, it's a it's a woman who is talking about her parents and she said to him I could never come out of the closet to my parents they would disown me right and I said to him I said you know is that in her head like is that real right is that is that it would her parents really disown her or is that something that she has made up in her head it could be something she's made up in her head right maybe her parents are my parents were very supportive of me when i came out and i thought they would be freaked out oh in my fact, god in fact i came out to my mom my, my parents were married for i don't know 60 some years i mean they were married forever right they knew each other really really well and uh in two thousand, I had been with my my spouse for twelve years, and we got to be legal here in the United States. And I was, we we're going to get married. And so my mom decided that she was going to have to tell Mike. Don't worry, I'm going to have the conversation with your father and oh let gosh. him know that you guys are getting married. Because my brother was my best fan in our yeah. in our in our wedding or our civil union because weddings weren't legal because people uh, are fucked here in the United yeah. States. Um, but, but I think uh, everywhere, but my, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the U.S. No, it's definitely um, not just the U.S. They were fucked here for a long time. Um, and so she she sat him down to have this conversation with him and you know beat around you know she's really nervous right she's really like, uh, uh uh you know i gotta tell you that i remember they've been together 60 years yeah right to tell you something about her son uh he's um uh, he and brian are um 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 and my father went gay and what are they going to get married now i figured that they'd be getting married really soon they he knew forever oh And my she god didn't and they never talked about it right? They just wow. didn't have that. I mean, for years, for years, um, just never talked about that stuff. So did,
0: so how long, so you, your mom knew way before she went to tell your dad came, then?
1: It came out in an argument, which is the most screwed up way. In an
0: argument. Day. You had an argument with your mom and you just went, well, yeah. I'm gay or whatever. That, and, was, that,
1: that was exactly it. <laughs> oh, you're like, funny. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: And then her response to me when I said, you know, I'm gay. She goes, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've got to say, okay, being a parent, right? Like, I know when things are affecting my kid. I know, you know, you just get these little flags that go, oh, maybe, maybe not, or whatever. And, um, yeah. And you just love your kids. Like, I love my kid. I just want him to be happy. That is it. I don't really care about anything else as long as he's happy, healthy happy days. I'm like, that's me made.
1: Yeah. So the, the, and the argument was me, I was at some, I was at my niece's wedding and, uh, the, my cousin was there a girl and, and, uh, we hit it off and we're chatting and spending time with each other. And, you know, we, 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 you know, we were huggy and stuff like that. And then, and then, they people were like upset that we like hit it off for so well and joking around. They like were accusing us of like making out or doing whatever. We could nothing could be farther from the truth. Cause you know, we oh weren't doing God. anything like that. And that's how it came out. She's like, and what were you doing with your cousin? And I'm like, nothing. We were just talking. No, you weren't. That's just, she's your cousin for Christ's oh. sake. And then it was like, I wasn't doing anything. Well, how, how am I supposed to believe that? You know, this is like the typical argument, right? <laughs> and, and then she's like, and then I'm like, I'm gay, and she's like, I'm, I know. And you know, it didn't occur to me until just now that you know, if she knew I was gay, why did she accuse me of like making out with my female cousin? It was just a oh my god! You know, it was just a thing that night that was uh, craziness. Of,
0: yeah. Well maybe your mum was a bit confused and went, Oh no, after last night, I don't know if you are now and she's like no Yeah.
1: You know, for years, for years, and 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 this if if there's a if you if there's parents listening to this and you've got a gay or trans or you know, non, non I'm going, don't way. Normal. Like non, like everybody else. Normal. Well, I wouldn't Not say normal, normal right? I that. would
0: say non-hetero, right? Non-person Non-h- who likes the opposite sex. Or maybe they like the opposite sex and they like their own sex. Who gets? Like I go, the Romans so and the Greeks point, did a, it. The,
1: I remember those weddings. I remember people turning and saying, you know, when are you going to meet the right girl? Right? And- That would have been the perfect opportunity for my mom to say, or boy, as as a kind of, because then that sends a signal to me that she's cool and hip. Yeah. It doesn't send a signal to me that she thinks I'm gay. It just sends a message that she's cool and hip. She's open to the fact that you could
0: like boys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you never know. I'm not going to do that to him. Or you, or, or you have a daughter and they say, you haven't met Mr. Wright yet. When are you going to find some guy? And, when, and a parent can say, or gal, you know, you never know. And that little p- uh, uh, comment creates an environment of inclusivity and openness. Uh, yeah. Right? Just And that's a really easy comment to make, but it's also really h- risky and yeah. hard. Right. Because,
0: well, so for somebody like me, right, I've always said it all the way along through which when my child was born. Right. Because because of potentially where he was conceived, because he was conceived at a dance festival in the middle of the bush. I obviously had been with his father for some time. It wasn't some random that I met in the bush just so I can like say this, right? But like Are you we saying
1: were, that for my benefit or for your listeners? No, benefits, for my so listeners' they-
0: benefit, right? <laughs> well, maybe for my mum's benefit, right? But my mum well, and dad would know, right? But anyway, like I'm going, I yeah. Was I was listen to your podcast, Claire. Yeah. I can't believe but-
1: that's where our grandkid came from. <laughs>
0: And maybe some of the parents that listen to this actually know Oscar from school, know me and Oscar from school. So I'm like going, no, 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 I knew his father beforehand. We were just at a dance festival. So my son was called Rainbow for the first eight months of his life until his sisters picked out his name. But I've always said, well, he could like boys or girls, because he's a rainbow child, right? At the end of the day. I don't care, as long as, like I said, as long as he's happy and healthy. But, like, it's very important what you just said, right, because I think if we – it's about our language and how and when our children are are being brought up, whether we know they're gay or not. And, like, my son is six, right, and so soon to be seven. And so I don't know if he's gay. I don't know if he knows he's gay or not, right, and he might not be and he might be. I don't know and I don't care. But – it's about starting from the beginning, isn't it? That's what you're saying. It's right. about Just putting.
1: Yeah. Your kids are listening and your kids yeah. are listening for cues and they're looking for you to show them what's right or wrong in the world. You know, your kid runs towards the road and what do you do? Get over here. Don't you yeah. do that, right? You want to protect them, right? And, yeah. and so, and then they learn, they learn, okay, I don't want I can't, I can't do that. That's, that's, they, they, they get that rule in their head and then they start building these other rules around, this is what I can talk about, or this is what's good, or this is what's bad or, uh, and, and we do that really oftentimes unconsciously, right? So, so taking it even one step backwards from this piece, you know, parents need to get their head around. Like you said, I don't care whether my kids gay or straight or, or bi or trans or this, I just want them to be happy. And if there's a parent who is not embracing that completely and fully, then you can say, oh yeah, you know, whether you like boys or girls is fine with me. And your kids are going to see right through that, right. They're going to know. And you're going to make slips along yeah. the way because it's really not part of who you are and what you believe. Right. Well, comments just gonna...
0: so it's about comments about people in the street, it's comments about towards the yep. TV. So it could be a news item that, you know, like, um, I hate to say it and like, I don't know where he got it from, but my son turned around and said, Oh, mum, we're going to be okay. Um, we're not going to catch monkeypox. And I went, Oh okay aren't we why not i said it's a virus just like covid buddy he went no 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 he said um we're australian and um i think i'm not sure whether we went into the color side of things but it shocked me right because i was like whoa hang on a minute just because we're australian doesn't mean to say that we're not going to get monkeypox buddy like this thing's everywhere right but it was almost like uh, and i don't know where that and i don't know where it's come from and he'd sort of I questioned him and maybe mummy should have maybe made, I went, where did you hear that? Right. So I should have maybe rephrased my questions a little bit, but I said to him, no, 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 it's a virus like COVID. So everyone can get it. It's not just because we're Australian. We're not going to get it. Right. But it was, but you know, this is how things start. Right. And I was just
1: like, exactly. This is so bad. Exactly. A little joke and somebody laughs. Yes. Right. I remember. I remember this. And you know what? I'm almost 60. I was. we are not doing bad for 60, 12, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Blooming hair, especially going, was, trekking
0: through mud and all of that malarkey. And people can't see you, but I was, you look 50. I mean, you know, I look older than you, so don't even go there, buddy. But anyway, sorry, we digress. <laughs>
1: there um somebody came up to me today I was cl- I climbing over this big huge obstacle and I came down um you know uh and, and got to the bottom this guy came and he put his hands on my shoulder and he goes I'm it's really nice to see the older <gasps> generation here in addition Cheeky to I turned around and looked at him I was like wow do I look old and the, my friend who was with me said no, he says you just got you got kind of whitish blonde yeah. hair. Wow. I said, "Oh, I should have dyed it purple but for men people would have been, you yeah, know." Yeah, I know. Uh, but I remember. So I'm almost 60 and I remember when I was in my, you know, mid teens, I remember hearing somebody turning and saying, "What do you call to, this was in the, this was in the 80s." Wow. So President Ronald, Ronald Reagan, Reagan AIDS, yes, HIV, all that stuff. The that that whole um, pandemic. And I remember this person turning and saying, "What do you call two fags on roller skates?" And somebody said, "I don't know." Right? Already, there's you know the fag, yeah. Thing, but he's already called yes. two fags on roller skates. And um, someone said, "I don't know," and he said, "Roll aids." <gasps> And everybody that was at the table, we were having, it was like Easter Sunday dinner with neighbors that we were having at some restaurant and everybody just laughed. and I, and so, so just, just think about that. I was in my mid teens, I'm 60 and that stands out to me as a memory in my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Not. Oh, beautiful sunset dolphins in the surf, that comment. And everybody was like frozen there. And I was like, all right, I guess that tells me what I can and can't say. Cause if you're making jokes like that, I mean, I didn't think that, but I, but I felt.
0: But bad. it's subconscious, right? isn't it? Exactly what you mean. You felt it, and you went, "Oh, hang on a minute." So this is these are my limits. These are my conversational. This is what I can't talk about. And I've got to say, I come from the UK, so "fag" means a different thing for us. "Fag" means a cigarette, yes. but you know, cigarettes. But, <laughs> but it's true, right? You know? And like, I suppose, I suppose. I'm talking maybe 20 years ago. Um, there was a saying that people would go, "Oh, that's gay, that's gay," as in, um, uh, um, you know, yeah. Can yeah, you remember? I remember and that. like, and yeah, then we go, right. "Oh, that's gay," right? So like, you know, and I'm, but you could use it in various different contexts. But some of them were, "Oh, that's rubbish," "Oh, that's gay," right? So that didn't look good. So if you came out in a dress, oh, right. right, you go, "Oh no, that looks gay," right? And you and like, um, and I, I have I put my hands up, right? I was one of these people who use it. I don't use it now because I go, that's not good. I'm saying that's that looks gay, right? Like that <laughs> looks so shit, shit, right? And I'm going, well, no, that's really bad, right? And, um, but things like, but it's things like that, right? You d- like, I didn't, I thought nothing about the connotation of like, gay from a, I mean gay means happy and jolly, like you're gay and blah, blah, blah. But this was like then a new meaning to the word gay was like, oh that's shit, right? But also gay is gay people, right? And therefore you're you're lumping gay people with rubbish and shit. Right. And I went
1: wow, that's right.
0: That's rubbish. That is quite rubbish, lumping gay people with the connotation or the you know the another meaning of the word gay being shit right so i was like so and i didn't i wasn't meaning to offend anyone that was just a saying that was going around at the time but you got to be so careful haven't
1: you yeah and and then as a parent When you hear those things, or if your kid hears those things, you have an opportunity to intervene and interject. You can say, you don't have to do it right there on the spot, but you can turn to your kid afterwards and say, you know, when you know when Uncle Freddie said, Oh, that was gay to, you know, his his wife, you know, that was really mean spirited. And that's actually not a good thing to say. Just like if someone were to say something incredibly racist and you're like, well, we can't bring that up here, but when we get home, I'm gonna make sure I have a conversation with my son or my daughters so that they know that this is not how that is
0: yeah and and my son it's so bad like I'm agnostic right so it doesn't really I'm not sure what's out there put me in a grow bag and grow mushrooms and eat mushrooms out of my body when I die right I don't care right But yeah, um, I come out with occasionally, I go, oh, if I do something I go, oh, Jesus Christ, right? My son picked up on this and so he uses it all the time, right? Which is not good. They do, they're a sponge, right? They absorb it. So like he's out in public and he drops something on, he goes, oh, Jesus Christ, right? And I'm going, no, no, no. There are some people out there that don't like you saying that, right? You don't take the Lord's name in vain or whatever it is. Like, it's not my religion, but it's somebody else's. So you respect somebody else's religion. I'm going. Don't say Jesus out loud in you know? a context like that. But yeah, no. Wow.
1: Yeah, kids pick they up do. on that stuff. They do. I I have a friend, and um, and and she's still a friend even after this incident. You know, 20 years ago, but she let me. She mistakenly let me. You know, babysit her kid for some evening. And um, uh, I remember turning to him and saying, I want you to repeat after me. And he said, what? And I said, I'm not cleaning the goddamn toilet anymore. <gasps> and he said, <laughs> I'm not cleaning the goddamn toilet anymore. And I'm like, very, he, we said it like three or four times. And like, you know, two days later, he was in school. <laughs> and the teacher said, get over here. And he said, I'm not cleaning the goddamn toilet oh, that's anymore. Funny. Then Robin called me up on the phone and she's like, I got a question for you because my kids' school called me for a parent meeting.
0: Oh, my God.
1: They thought I was forcing my son to clean the toilet. I'm like, well, there we go. What's the lesson that you learned? She said, I'm never going to have you babysit (laughs) again. Well, I
0: taught my I taught my nephew when he was like three to say granddad's a pikey. Now a pikey means gypsy in the UK, right? So granddad's mm-hmm. a jippo. And um yeah. So and he did. I only had to like you say, it only takes two or three times to get him to say granddad's <laughs> a pikey and then you laugh at him yeah. and they think it's right. funny. And yeah. So God, my, that was to get my brother back for bashing my toy.
1: And then boom, yeah. So so that's an illustration of how we can like you know how how perceptive our kids yeah. are to the yeah. world around them, right? And how they're um, that same person. Her. This is actually brilliant. This is another example of kind of how we orient our kids. She hated doing match we you know people lose socks in the dryer all the time and so and she hated doing that whole thing and so since her kids were little like very little they get dressed she'd say all right pick out your shirt pick out your pants and what sock do you want to wear for your right foot and what sock do you want to wear for your left foot so her kids learned from her that you know, I pick out different, you know, this is what I wear. Socks on our feet don't have to match. They never got that message. So she never ever had to match the socks for the kids, ever. And they would go to school and happily, proudly be like, I've got the purple sock on my left foot and the orange sock on my green, on my right foot. Oh my god. And that was like them they started almost a little like fad in the school because then other kids would go home. To their parents, and they'd be like, "I want to wear a purple sock on my left foot and a green sock on my." And parents were like, hey, "Your socks have to-. Oh my god! I mean, just, right, dogmatic about socks when you know uh, they would have been it's, fine it's, 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 in it's the eighties. Similar to your sexual orientation, it's 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 the messages we yeah. send and what our kids learn as okay or not okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so
0: look what about if you think your child is gay lesbian trans whatever like how and and so changing your wording around all of that is one of the things how else can you support them how else can you help them to actually just go yeah no this is this is who i am how else do you like support your kid
1: you can just do you tell start them, a
0: conversation?
1: You can start a conversation and be direct, just like you would have a conversation about anything that was a, that was a sensitive subject, whether it was sex or drugs or alcohol or this or that. You just say, you know, um, and, and you don't start it off with, I don't mean to I don't want to offend you, right? Because because it's because the second you do that, you're you're
0: you were offending, offending
1: them. them. Right. I don't want I don't want you to be upset that mommy thinks that you're gay or daddy thinks that you're gay. You know, that um my dogs are barking in the background. Can I know you hear them? it's all good. They're dogs. Oh, that's all good.
0: Yeah, um, well, you know. I'm just
1: gonna ignore them. Uh, so uh you have that conversation of you know, um, it's I just I just want you to know it seems like you like boys. And that's okay if you do. And it's okay if you don't. But I just want to let you know that if you want to talk about that or yeah. you want to bring somebody over, that's fine with me. Right? Okay. It's,
0: and it's just like that. And then you just leave it.
1: And then you just leave it. Right? I support you with whatever. Um, even though it might be difficult or, you know, other, what other people say, I support you with whatever, whatever choices you make. Wow. And you can talk okay. about it with me. and they might
0: just go oh yeah whatever and right
1: because a lot of times especially if they're a teenager they'll be like oh my god you're bringing this up but at least you're like hey it's cool yeah right it's
0: It's okay it's cool i don't care just as long as you're happy right (laughs) mind you i i think i as a mother would go just as long as you're happy and you're you know safe sex and all of that (laughs) Absolutely. I, that's true. And I think my son would go, right. oh my God. But yeah. But then but that but that's another question, right? So that's another hole that we'll go. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But that's another like subject we should talk about, not whole. But like, how do you then I like I'm hetero, right? All good. But if my son was gay, like how do you talk about sex? Like I would be so fascinated and I would have so many questions but like obviously it's my son right so <laughs> how do you how do you approach the subject of safe sex I'm thinking it's the same as if you would approach the subject of safe sex with a hetero child just are you being safe this is how you put a condom on blah blah, blah. but <laughs> Yeah, you would approach. Yeah, it- I mean, like I can see you and you're shaking your head at me, so I'm sorry, but I like I'm no, finding the whole. It, you would
1: approach it just the, the the. You would approach that topic just the same way, and then you know you have to you know recognize that you know there are some gay men out. there. This, this is true across the whatever. There's there. It's we often get wrapped up with thinking that this is you know. This is what it means to be gay, that you're going like uh, as a gay man, right? You're going to have sex in the ass, you know, and there's going to be poop and that's gross. We don't talk about that. Or you're going to give blowjobs and on and on and on and on. I have to say,
0: heteros do that as well, okay? So let's not,
1: you know, what can (laughs) I say, right? You know,
0: any hole's a goal, as they say, but that's okay, right? But, you know. Right. Exactly. Not sure the ears are any good.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, you you know. have that conversation straight up with somebody and say, you have to be comfortable at talking about it yourself. And that, you know, just because you're gay doesn't mean that, you know, this is how you're going to have sex. And there's certain ways that you're going to have sex that are more risky for transmission than others. Right. Uh, If you're going to have anal sex, that's more risky than, um, than oral sex and if you're receiving that's more risky than if you're on top right that's just the way it is right it's it's and then really differentiating like you it's it's really interesting you're taught when i think of monkeypox, right and 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 people talking to mean, that's the big topic these days of of you know, how it's spread. It's really not an issue of the fact, well, it's, it's spreading primarily around gay men here in the United States, but it's not because they're gay. It's because they're men and men have much more of a different attitude around sex and relationships than women. Right, I mean, if there is a man, he, you know, who's in his early twenties, he might be wanting to be having sex with like every as much as possible, right? And and you put two people with that viewpoint together, and that's a mix for sex as much as possible. Yeah,
0: well, that's hetero as well as gay. And I'm sure the lesbian community is going and the trans community is going, hey, we have loads of sex as well when we're in our 20s, right? Well, in our 30s and our 40s and our 50s, like, you know, so it's it's all good. But you tend to, I suppose, in your teens and 20s, you're experimenting, you're finding out who you are, finding out who you like and all of those sort of things. And you tend to maybe get more coupled up when you get later on in life or... You just give up like Wait. me when you hit fifty and go, well, I've had enough. Thanks. I might be on my own. Um, but yeah, no. Is there a are there things that you need to be careful about? Um and we've covered a lot of them, but like like when you do you dig deeper with no, and and not this isn't about just sex, but this is about um do you dig deeper with your child regarding, um, emotions, feelings, um, what's going on. So if they're at school, what's going on at school and things like that. Do you,
1: I don't know. I'm just trying to think. The best thing you can do around that is to be consistent and clear about your own feelings and where they stand. So instead of saying, you know, Um, what's going, you know, your, what's going on at school and this and that, and kind of interrogating them. You say, you know what? I'm feeling really Mm. worried about. Okay. When I see you, you know, coming home late and not telling me what's going on and going into your room. And it really bothers me because I care, you care about you and I love you. And, you know, it's really freaking me out. To see you do this. So, I mean, you know, you can use those types of words because that's just talking about what's going yeah. on with you. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, it puts me over the edge when you just, you know, when you come when you when you don't call me and you come home at one o'clock in the morning because I'm worried about you and I don't want something to happen. And it's my duty yeah. to protect you. And so and. and And then you just like have the silence and look at them because what you're modeling is authenticity emotional intelligence compassion and you're not interrogating them you're not you know hounding them you're just be and that's what you want from them you want honesty you want integrity you want emotional intelligence you know you want someone to you want your kids to respond in that same way like you and so if you hound them they're just going to be like put their hand up and be like, enough, 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 enough.
0: Well, and also they're going to go, they're going to disappear into their own world, aren't they? And not want to come out and talk to you. Right, And they'll disappear from
1: you and they'll disappear from. And
0: the hardest thing, I suppose, with being teenagers as such. And look, they'd say that kids, you lose your kids when they start maturing and, you know, hormones start flying around and whatever, and it seems to be getting younger and younger at the moment. But, like, you don't really get them back till they're, like, 24. They have to go off, explore the world, you know, do whatever they need to do, make the right or wrong decisions, and hopefully they make some right decisions and learn some mistakes. And then they sort of come back to you around about the age of 24 when they're sort of going, when their brain has sort of gone, (laughs) right, okay, this shit, this is what I need to do. And then, yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is quite funny because, ah, it's a long time ago, my teens. So,
1: like, yeah, it was an interesting period for me. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then, you know, even having times where you're, you know, not sitting in front of the television together, just, you know, oblivious to the rest of the world, where you might have a family game mm. night. Or, yeah, this is what we do every Saturday, we're having time here. That's what we've done since we were a little kid. And we moved from, you know, uh, pink, whatever that they you know, there's some of the games that you probably remember rainbow, whatever that you play when you're a kid up to Monopoly. um, When you're when you're older, and or chess or whatever, those those pieces are really time that those are really not just social lubricants between people that's why kids play games with each other but there are social lubricants in family that gives you the opportunity to you know talk about other things right i mean you're not going to be like you know um i'll take boardwalk for 200 dollars. and are you gay
0: <laughs> oh that's funny well well this is good because i'm going to ask you this question and i already know what the answer is right but um yeah, it's it's quite funny because I've heard people say this, right? And people go, oh, it's just a phase. They'll grow out of it, right? And I go, oh, my God, right? Is it just a phase? Do And also, in a way, and I don't know if you've had experience with this. I haven't grown out of well, it Well, no, yet. and Jesus, you're nearly 60, so it's, right?
1: It's a long phase, Claire. It's, <laughs> it's a hell
0: of a long bloody phase, right? But also, right, I've got gay friends of mine who said – they know they liked boys when they were like three or four, right? They just, they, they've never liked girls, right? And that's, they always knew. But like, is that something that we, is that something that is true as such? Is that like, that you don't grow into gayness as such? Oh, I'm sorry. That's a real bad way of phrasing it. But like, you know, it's not something that you go, oh, I like girls. I like girls. I like girls. And then you get to 10 and you go, oh, no, actually, I like boys. This is like happy days. Like,
1: No, I knew. And I think, I think, I mean, I think, you know, there's, I think there's a scale with all of us, right? Like, you know, there's, there's some folks that are like, well, I kind of like both or, you know, I'm, I'm open to, those pieces and then there are people that are like yeah i always knew right and it, i was only guys and <laughs> exactly that was it and i don't you know i took a girl to prom because that was what i was told to do or i you know i took a boy to prom because that's what you're supposed to do and yeah um you know i and there was i mean i think of people you know that i went i was in high school with Right. And I know that, you know, I was not the only gay man or gay boy in uh, high school. Right. Yeah. And I remember this one kid and I was like, I remember being attracted to him and thinking about him and seeing him and and, um, you know, and then he got married. And I'm like, he's married. Like, what's the deal with that? You know, and then you know we're in the world of Facebook now. You know, know, he got divorced, and he's and he and he and then he got a boyfriend,
0: and oh. I'm like, oh,
1: finally, finally. <laughs> yeah, know.
0: shame. It's yeah, yeah. I but just see, uh,
1: the other piece around this is that I went to a Catholic, oh. so I had twelve years of parochial education. Yeah. 12. Wow. Of, you know, so that's Catholic school with, you know, Sister Mary Helen, Sister yeah. Mary whatever, Sister Nancy. Sinning
0: is like uh, everything that you would do. Yeah. Breathing is sinning and all of those sort of things. So, yeah, no, I, I I
1: remember when I was in the and I never talked about this with my father, my parents. And because it wasn't just we didn't even though we spent time with each other. And, and we could have had that opportunity to have that time. Cause we had dinner together every night and, 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 and hunt, we went on family vacations together, I would go for walks with my father. We were really close, but they never gave me the cues that it was okay to talk about that stuff. And I remember that my, oh, what a mistake. I was in the seventh grade and father Bob came to class to talk about, you know, sex education and you know and uh i remember raising my hand and saying (gasps) what's wrong with masturbation now this was just because we were (laughs) exactly how i said that what's wrong with masturbation and i swear he was i mean he was spitting fire um uh, i'd love him and and, and it was so i was like oh man well i guess i better not tell anybody i'm doing that doing that
0: yeah Wow, exactly and like all kids experiment um maybe some parents maybe me i don't want to actually think of my son experimenting but it's okay he's going to experiment i did it's all good it's natural for kids to experiment i had a situation the other day where my son came back from school and he's six bear in mind and he turned around and he said to me mom I think I'm gay, right? Now, I don't believe he is gay because I said to him, well, what does gay mean? To, like, what, when you say you think you're gay, what do you think gay is, right? Because I was like, okay, if you're gay, you're gay. Like, whatever. But I needed to understand, because he's six, what he thought gay was. And he did not think gay was that he liked the same sex as such. So... um, what do you What do you do if your kid comes home and says, "Oh, I'm gay I'm lesbian"? I like at such a young age, though. So how do you deal with that? Well, what did you What did you say to him? Well, I just said, "What? Do you, okay." I said, "Okay." I said, "What? What do you think gay is?" Like what? Perfect. Because yeah, because I was like, I'm not sure you actually understand what it actually means. And gay right, could just perfect. mean gay could just mean you're happy and jolly, right? Um, right. gay could mean that you like boys. Um, I don't know.
1: Somebody could have turned him and said, those shorts you're wearing are gay.
0: Well, and that's, <laughs> and I <laughs> think I mean? somebody at school said, oh, you're gay. Right. And he just came home to sort of say, "Oh, I think I'm gay. Cause somebody called me, but he didn't say that to me. So I'm like, okay so i didn't really get to the bottom of the issue with him because he just skirted and went oh, i don't want to talk about it now so i'm like okay like, right, backed off but um yeah so is that how you deal with it did i deal with it okay
1: so i think it, i think the a piece to say to some when your kid if your kid's six and comes home and says something like that could be you know okay you don't want to talk about it i want you to know that if you are gay that's okay gay means that you like boys yeah and if that's but i want you to know also that sometimes people are mean and they say things that are really hurtful and they use terms for black people yeah. asian people, black people gay people and insult you those ways and that doesn't mean that you're bad it just means that those people are bad when they use those terms and they say things like, you know, uh, that that are hurtful. That's they're just being mean and They're being mean because they think that's something that's going to bother you. But if you're gay, that shouldn't bother you because that's just normal.
0: Yeah. I just tried to explain to him that gay men, what gay men, like I'm, you know, boys liking boys. And I said, Did you, do you like boys? I said, It's okay if you do. But like, and some people like boys and like girls. I said, It's fine. I said, And there's some girls that like girls and don't like boys. I said, It's a confusing world out there that like you know boys and girls like some people like everyone i said it's all good i said but you know it's fine it's okay and he went oh no i like girls mum. so i said okay well that's all right then i said but
1: and then the, the piece to say you know people often put other people down yes. especially people that are in a bigger group put other people down and that's no. not right so it's not right for you to turn to someone and say oh you're so gay or you're i mean you never hear somebody saying you know well if you know look at that white person right, <laughs> right? You're, you you know, you don't see that uh, as uh, look at that right? you, you you might see here in the united states people talk about white trash but really it's, it's the it's wealthy people that are in the in the city putting down white people that live in the in the country Um, right. But, uh, that it's, it's the group in power that's putting down, you know, another group, right. It it never goes the other way. I mean, the the racial slurs, you know, are used by the people that are in power.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It's shocking. It's shocking. What about what, where should you go if you're a parent and your child does come out and say, I'm trans, I'm gay. I'm lesbian or whatever. And you want to know more about what that all means and what, and you just want to investigate more.
1: right? I mean, we've in this, we've got our phones with us all the time, right? There's, they, there's, there's podcasts like this that have information. There's books that you don't even need a library anymore. There's blogs, there's support groups. And, you know, here, when I was younger, I hooked my mom up with flag, which was, parents uh, and friends of lesbians and gays um and uh that's a group that is out there and and in the united states at least and there's groups like that in other countries of because there's you know there's parents who who are horrified at the you know the violence and the uh systemic uh, uh, stereotyping Mm. and and lack of rights that gay people have and they're you know they want to protect their kids so they've taken a step to become political beyond just you know i love my kids whatever you do is fine they're like no i love my kids and um we're gonna go protest with you because you should have the right to marry or you should have the right for this well and i spoke
0: to a guy i interviewed a guy who's a fantastic awesome drag queen in ireland right and um I was talking to him the other day, interviewed him, he'll be on the podcast, and um, he said he's lost jobs. He's been told, like, sorry, but you can't continue doing the line of at work that you want to do because you're gay. And I'm like, and I said to him, I said, really? Is this still happening? And he's like, yeah. He said there are people who are, I know they're gay, but they make out that they're straight, so that they can do the like that like school teachers and things like that, so they can do the line of work that they do because people think that if you've got a gay school teacher that they're gonna abuse children and do whatever, and I'm like, wow, like right,
1: wow, right, right. and I' I'm sorry, I right? have never Crazy. known any
0: pedophile to you know be gay as such, so I don't know, but like, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's part of the huge stereotypes yeah. that are still out there. You see that in the United States with uh and I'm sure you see that. I mean, you see that. I mean, you have what is it? I've east in Turkey, uh-huh. they uh, they just had recently in the news like people protesting about gays and lesbians and um against that that this 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 isn't right this and and it's not a piece of like should this be taught in school it's like no these people are are you know sick you know deranged criminal you know thrown off buildings
0: stoned in the street and all of that stuff and you just go like I want everybody to be accepted because that's how colourful our world is. Our world is extremely colourful. It's You know, nobody's the same. Right. I don't look the same as you. We're not all clones. We all have different views and, and you know, um, but just we're all human beings. We should all have a nation of human beings, not English, Australian, and all of that stuff and like Australians aren't going to get bloody monkeypox and everyone else in the world is. I mean, you know, it's... Right. It should all be human race. Because if we don't actually associate everyone as a human race and we don't accept everyone, then we're never going to bloody survive and we're not doing very well at the moment anyway. Right. So
1: Right. Now, and it's, it, you have an opportunity as parents when these things come up, like the situation mm-hmm. in Turkey, to teach your kids compassion, love, and tolerance. You have an opportunity to ha- say, I mean, look at the situation with, in Iran right now with, the, with that woman that was killed, you know, where they took yes. her to an education, re-education piece because she wasn't wearing the clothing that they prescribe the right way and and i mean that's there there are places on the world that are, in the world that are that rigorous around hmm. you know the, the way you need to appear in public as a woman forget about all these extras i mean if you're gay in iran that's that ain't going to go um at all, at all um because and so that's an opportunity to talk to your ch- children about inclusivity love and that we're all humans and it's and and there are still people out there that think that you know we're not all humans and we need to you know get rid of certain groups of people do
0: we have to have extra conversations with our kids um who are gay lesbian trans around the external world as such and just being careful um so that they don't invoke um attack, and it sounds really awful because like, my view is get out there and be who you are and just be who you are right it's like i'm a woman and i can get out there and do whatever i want right but is there do you, is there and i'm trying to phrase this in the right way and i'm not doing your that- kids
1: are already thinking that yeah. and 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 fearful of that and thinking you know I can't, and if, if, if anything, you know, from my parents, what I would have liked to have heard around those things is fuck that. If that ever happens to you, you hit them back. Right. Um, you don't, you don't have to take this. You don't have to, you know, if you want to be a teacher, you know, and this is going on and, and this is not fair and this is how people are. We need to work to change yeah. that. Yeah. Cause that's not right. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. Like I agree. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying, I was just trying (laughs) to, because my view is, um, as a parent, you always, you would, um, as a parent, you don't want your child to be hurt, um, and you don't want your child to be singled out in any way, through violence, through prejudice, or anything like that, right? You just want your child to be happy and healthy and just go through life, but life isn't so so much like that, but like, no, my view... like my view is you would never encourage your child to like tone down your gayness as it were tone down your lesbianness tone down your transness right
1: yeah what's that well saying? exactly to thing. me
0: yeah. that means you just got to hide who you are when you're out there in the world so that to me right. that's a never like you wouldn't say that but it's about warning no. them to just be conscious or would you know would you not even say that? I mean I'll, I don't, just I don't like, know. I feel like you know,
1: there's a lot of there's a lot of bigotry out there, yeah, there out is. there. And you have opportunities to teach your kids about those things by saying, you know, instead of watching, you know, some flick on you know, there's lots of documentaries and things that you can expose folks to, you know. Um I remember even just recently seeing something, you know, the what was that movie? That one what was it. Uh, I am not your Negro. Have oh, you seen that film? No, that's that is wow. a powerful, powerful film, oh. and uh, I, I think it's on Amazon and other places. Yeah, and it's and it and it, and you can really see similarities where uh, people of color were really forced, like sixty and in the nineteen sixties, to really feel like they had to like look like white people, <gasps> right? Like, can I mean, think about that? Like kinky hair with black people, yeah. right? Or, or those types of things or, or braids or any of those types of things that you see, you know, in the, in the, if you look at pictures of people that were famous in the 60s, they all had white people's hair that was black, like they were, they looked like they were made to look like white people because that's what, because, and, and that's, if you turn to your kids and say tone down your gayness, it's like what they were saying to people of color in the 60s, turn down your blackness. You should actually embrace who you are and just. And it Exactly. So that's it. So you watch a film like. You know, I'm not your Negro and it talks about those pieces and you turn to your kid and say, this is, those folks did not embrace who they are, but look at where they're at today and what steps they've had. It's struggle, but you have to embrace who you are and not tone it down for other folks, whatever that is.
0: Because it's, to my view, it's the other people's issues. It's not your issue. It's not who you
1: are. It is. It is. is. They want to make it your issue. They want. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Wow. So where do you, so if, uh, cause let's face it, we've been talking to you about, you know, where's my kid, you my kid might be gay and all of this stuff. You've written loads of books and I'm sure you've got books on these subjects, haven't you?
1: Yeah. So I actually have a book uh, called Androphile Pride, which um, I uh, wrote last year. And that is Androphile means same sex yeah. And so it's it, it this is written primarily towards gay men okay. or gay boys who are coming out of the closet that are like, okay, where do I go and who am I? And I'm really clear in the book that because when you one of the things that happens here in the United States um is there's a lot of pressure once you come out to be uh be a certain way. Okay. And, and, and the, you get a message from the gay community that this is the way you need to believe this is the way you need to act. This is these, this is who you need to vote for. Right. It becomes this like polarized piece, you know? Um, and I wrote in this book, you know, um, you know, when you embrace the true androphile alternative, you don't care what the so-called androphile leaders think when you embrace the true androphile alternative, you don't care what the LGbtqiapkers think when you embrace the true androphile alternative, you don't even care what I think Wow all that matters is what you think here yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's not about what the what some politician is telling you. It's not about what this person is telling you. It's not even about what I'm telling you. Your task is to figure out yeah. who you are and what you are. And if you like, you know, baking cakes and you love musicals, that's great. If you love Tough mutters, that's great. Exactly. Too. It's whatever who who yeah. you are. It, 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 it's, it, it's, it's, we, we each have to mar- march to our own drum and we each come up with the own, our own beat for that drum. That's the, yeah. that's
0: it. No, that's right. That's right. And look, so where, so where, what's your website again?
1: What's, what's the, um, com? Easy to and find. Just, if you just go G. Scott yeah. Graham, author. you'll find all my just books Just put your name in there. From, yeah. From grief and loss to bucket lists to time management, I yeah, no, exactly
0: stuff. right, exactly Books right. Books for
1: counselors, no, which yeah. is
0: awesome, which is awesome, and um, and so if they just put that in, are you on the socials? Are you on Insta and all of that malarkey? Or you-
1: I'm not on all of, all of that malarkey, but I am on Facebook oh, and Twitter, okay. so they will they will come up. And Google knows where I'm at. So once that comes in and you put it in Google, Google, yeah, Google knows. So and you'll dark. see everything. But like we're worried about. Right. And I even have my own podcast. Oh my God, to, you do. I you know, follow your true ah, asthma. Yes. Right. You were supposed to be on that. Did you do yes, your piece I did.
0: yet? I did. I did it. I have did been you? child three for three days. So I was like, right, I've really got to get this done now. Oh, So excellent. I didn't have any no interruptions idea. or anything like that. So yes, I've got it done. It's all It's all in the system getting processed so yes
1: it is all right definitely Excellent. Definitely, definitely
0: um yeah just let me know if it's not okay and i'll, rec- I'll record another one but it's all good um,
1: um it'll be fine because i can edit it all with the magic of whatever i can speed up your voice i can change the oh, pitch of your voice i can oh, do it all
0: okay blimey like hi i'm claire martin oh my god <laughs> Yes, yes, your way of doing podcasting is so much more simpler than this way, but it's all good. Yes, no, it's great. I was sitting there going, "Wow, maybe I should do this. Just give you the questions and get you to answer them um but yeah, no, it was great. It was great. So look, one final question, apart from your own books that we've just covered off, like what would be a book that you could recommend potentially, I'm wondering potentially, to a child, to a kid um not a parent, not the parents for now. We've had enough talking about what parents should be doing. But to a child who, apart from your own book, who thinks they're gay or knows they're gay or whatever, and I think your book that you just mentioned is a really good book for them, but are there, are there any other books that they could read
1: that? Oh, it's, it's you know, we, again, we're with with our phones, we are full of resources for... People to discover stuff. And I bet if your kids have a smartphone, they're already surfing around and looking at things then and connecting with things and clicking that they're of age to learn this thing and that thing. I mean, there's just, they're checking it out. All you have to do is you know, Google. I think I might be gay, and you're gonna come up with a whole bunch of stuff. Is right there, there stuff Easy they need peasy. to keep
0: away from, though? Is there stuff that you go, oh no, because you know the internet is like full of
1: fake news and fake shit, basically, or toxic stuff. Well, that's the other piece is that one of the things that we we do not teach our kids and parents really. They, they, I mean, we don't do it in schools, and parents really have to have to teach the teach our kids to. Really be decisive, critical yeah. thinkers so that they don't just swallow the first thing that's put out. Right. And so we need to have conversations with our kids when we say like things like, oh, like I I didn't know this. This is a great example. Um, our our ex-president, Bimbo Donald Trump, um, he's been um been indicted by the uh not indicted well he's about yeah. to be indicted but he's gotten sued by New York State by Letitia James and he said to me uh, so I'm with my friend and we're talking we're talking about this and he goes this is how blatant racism is in our country and I'm like what are you talking about he says did you did you hear about the post that, that Donald Trump did on social media and I'm like yeah, he said something about Letitia James. And he's like, yeah, it was Letitia Peekaboo James. Do you remember seeing that? And I'm like, yeah, what? what's racist about that? And um, like, I have no idea, right? And so he went on to tell me that, you know, that that the game of Peekaboo yeah. really came from Hunting down black (gasps) people because you would see, you know, the whites of their eyes at night, you know, instead of being and you would, you know, peekaboo that you would and 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 so after, but after he finished telling me how this there's this term peekaboo is a racist term, he said to me, but don't take and this is the part this is the point of the story, he said to me, but don't take my word for it look it up yourself and see what resources are out there. So you can make your own decision. And that's one of the things we need to be able to do. When we're, when we say, this is the way it is, black and white, we need to be able to say, but don't take my word for it. You got your phone, look it up on your phone, see this, look on both sides of the argument and find out what's true and what's not true. Because we just, one of our, one of our plights in the world today and i'm convinced it's going to be one of the things that really becomes struggle is that people just swallow shit hook line and sinkers they just and 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 now you're we're able to make you know these videos that look like they're professional you know slick news and you're like well that's got to be authentic Ah. because that looks really good um, but it's not, it's some crackpot with a green screen. Uh, and yeah. And
0: also let's <laughs> and not talk like- about AI and when that stuff cup co- starts coming in and like, um, yeah. and like the fact that you can, I can, if I was to post my face out on the interweb, right. And that they could then uh-huh. take my image and my picture and my videos, right. And rejig my video to to have me saying stuff that I don't believe is true, right? Or and just generate my mouth moving and all of the coding that actually sort of generates so that I look as though I'm sitting here talking to you saying, you know, hateful stuff. Um and it's not really me. It's somebody who's just coded and, you know, created that information. So it's not. Yeah. So it's yeah. not. But look, okay, Look, thank you. I'm conscious that we've been rambling on for ages and it's great. And we've got a lot of good information out there, but look, thank you so much for coming on this podcast again. You're welcome. I love it. Love talking to you.
1: It's such a privilege to be back. It's nice.
0: Love talking to you. Love talking to you because you just give such a open, honest and humorous way of talking about stuff. So it's just (laughs) great. And and you are so (laughs) black and white. Forefront, and like there's no holes barred with you, so it's brilliant. i I love it. I love talking to you. it's it's brilliant. I hope you don't ache too much from running through the mud and going crazy today. Um I'm sure you won't
1: no, it wasn't it wasn't it was it was I actually did a blog post oh. about this uh, because I had it was one of the things that I did with Brian yeah. a lot where we did these races oh. together. and so. When he died, I asked um, a bunch of people because people are like, what can I do to support you? And I don't know if we talked about this last yes. time, but what can we do to support you? And I'm like, you know, what you could do is really do one of these races with yeah. me as like yeah. a tribute for, for, you know, for Brian. And I had all these people that said. And this is the sad truth of how people deal with grief. I'm there for you. I'm there for you. Some people even registered and paid for these races and every single person, but one dropped out and failed to follow through on their promise. And so I had like an eight percent, less than 8% rate of return of the hundred percent of people who did this. It's really sad. Um, and, um, This guy went with me today, and uh, it was just the two of us. And Brian used to like to drink uh, Budweiser. He liked Budweiser and Coca-Cola. Those were his two favorite things on the planet. And um, we took a can of Budweiser uh, uh, with us and um, brought it around as like the tribute for Brian on this piece. And did you open it at the end of it? Because
0: Jesus Christ, that would have been so shaken up.
1: (laughs) It was an empty, it was, it was oh, an empty okay. can. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> you could have so said it right by a, spraying. And, and actually it actually was an old, okay, well, I told, I told him, I said, you got to be really careful because I was, it was, my, I, I, I collect <gasps> beer cans or at least when I was younger, I collected beer cans, which was really an excuse for my manipulative father to get free oh beer gosh. that I paid for. Cause he was like, yes, grow your beer can collection and I'll drink the beer and you can have the can. <laughs> Very clever, um, and so I had this really old steel Budweiser oh can. Steel, yeah, not aluminum. And I was like, "That's what we need to take because it's going to, you know, it's going to endure the going through these mud races and stuff yeah. like that, and the and the obstacles and climbing over stuff." And uh, but I'm like, "Do not lose or break the can because that can is worth like thirty dollars. Oh my god! Because it's yeah, a, it's a yeah, it's, it's a like steel. It's like yeah. stamp, right? It's like." It's in mint condition,
0: steel can, and so. Wow. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So Brian was there with you in spirit. Definitely. Definitely. That was our
1: tribute. It was great. I'm gonna. I'm working on actually a Facebook post after this call to.
0: Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, look. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's. It's You're welcome. It's late in the evening. People can't see that, but it's like it's late in the evening where you are. It's dark and, like, you know, you've got lights on and stuff and it's daylight here for me. So, hey. <laughs> um, so look, I'm going to let you go on with your evening. But, um, yeah, thanks. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you very much. And I
0: will You're Welcome. wish you a pleasant evening.
1: You too. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you would like to hear more, Please hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. If you would like to support us further, share this episode with your friends and family. And finally, drop us a review on iTunes, as I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments and ideas. It all helps me to understand and produce awesome content you want to hear just like this. If you want to check out our past episodes, write to us, appear on the podcast, or for links, resources, and show notes, go to our website, www.strongsingleandhuman.com. We are also on all the usual social media platforms, Insta, Facey, and Twitter. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I hope to see you back here again soon. Be kind to yourself and remember, no one is perfect. We're all just putting one foot in front of the other and doing our best. I'm Claire Martin, and you've been listening to the Strong, Single and Human podcast.